podcast powered by the batmanuniverse.net check out the batman universe for this and many other great batman podcasts i'm josh and joining me is this is donovan this is jan and this week's episode is called things that go boom that was the name of the episode right yep and (laughs) a lot of things went boom in said episode so it was (laughs) aptly titled including barbara Keene's, you know brand new headquarters which is now I guess not her headquarters anymore. This week, Sophia's plan kind of finally comes to fruition because it turns out she planned everything right down to her visit at the dentist, you know. So Penguin's mad at her, Gordon's mad at her, and they, you know, go to butt heads with each other. And Penguin's like, so you're here to tell me to stay away from Sophia, right? Oh, no, screw that hoe. I'm going to send her on a train. I just want you to help me, you know. <laughs> Let's never fight over a woman again. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, they're best friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, as friendly as they could be, like it's like it was nice to work with you again, Jim. Which is funny because I was rewatching season one, episode one today with one of the kids, and it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> back when like Gordon and Penguin, you know, were like kind of friends with each other, you know, or like Peng- Penguin's like, we're best friends. Stop telling people that you're embarrassing. You saved my life, though. Yay! Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> like <laughs> I love you so much, Jim Gordon. Um, so, but there's no love lost, you know, with the other people because, you know, Sophia makes her move and kidnaps poor Martine. And, uh, so Penguin, in order to get Martine off of the chessboard and protect him, he fakes Martine's death and in in a very, very, like, shocking scene, which, you know, 
Thank goodness. And and then, like, you know, sends him away. He's like, goodbye, Martin. I'll never forget you. I'll never forget you, too, Penguin. You could talk this whole time. I mean, <laughs> takes out the pen and scribbles goodbye forever. <laughs> oh, so, my God. He said, I don't want to go. So now everyone's at war with each other. The sirens are involved, too, and they're just kind of like. I don't know if I call them unwilling allies of Sophia, but like at first they kidnap her, then they realize, okay, we got to work with you. Then they're like, girl, you're just a spoiled brat who no one ever told no. Like, <laughs> you need to know when to lick your loons and go away. <laughs> Meanwhile, speaking of, you know, psycho women who Gordon has had sex with, you know, Lee um, is in the Narrows and basically has a weird B plot where like this guy is taking stuff from her club and roughing up her stuff. And she says, if you don't stop this, I'm going to poison you and don and i actually had an off mic debate about if lee actually poisoned him or was faking or not because i thought it was fake and donovan thought that she legitimately did it and then um she has a wizard of osmum with nigma where he's like are you gonna help me get my you know riddle powers back you had it in you in your heart this entire time look in the mirror you'll see your like you know split personality oh yeah he is back <laughs> now we can solve the ford focus mystery together because it's <laughs> oh that commercial yeah, There's that, gotta that, be an easier way to get it to character. <laughs> <laughs> because spoiler alert, if you watch the season two Ford Focus commercials, like Edward Nigma's like split personality was like a plot point, but it was like Corey Michael Smith had this split personality. It was really weird. <laughs> I forgot about um, that. That was the ending. <laughs> you, you forgot about that? I it was him the entire it. time. <laughs> he stole his own Ford Focus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, um, and and despite what the solicitations told us, there was no Bruce and Alfred plotline this week, which left a lot of people confused. But that's yeah, okay. that, that was, was a just... straight up like 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 fib. Is it the first time this happened? I wonder if that was just like a deleted scenes thing, or if like they moved the scenes to I, I don't know. But like you know how sometimes they show scenes from a plotline, and like you realize that it didn't really go anywhere. And it was just kind of what I call wheel spinning. I wonder if this was just like a wheel spinning thing and they realized it ultimately was better on the cutting room floor. Mm, maybe. I don't know. The, the, a supposed Bruce plotline that was supposed to be there this week that wasn't. Oh, was it in the trailer? It was in the uh, solicitations. It was, like, it was like, meanwhile, Alfred and Bruce continue to fight and then like they don't show up in this episode. Yeah. Well, they were fighting in the background of every scene. Didn't you see, like, crazy kung fu? <laughs> yeah. While Selena was, like, you know, kidnapping, like, Martine, you see, like, out the window, like, Bruce and Alfred yelling at each other on the street corner. When, when she says at the end, he Penguin blew up the kid, and I don't mean Bruce Wayne. You pan over, and, like, Bruce and Alfred are outside the window. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? <laughs> that was a very Gotham line. Like, Penguin just blew that kid up. Like, yeah, good times. Like, when are they going to tell the orphanage? <laughs> Uh, oops I think the orphanage is probably just going to get dropped completely at this point I mean it, it's Gotham there's corruption and there's like other things you know like she probably passed off to someone else but like when they do like a bed count for the night they're like hey has anyone seen Martine he was signed out by you know Oswald Cobblepot and then like because it's Oswald Cobblepot like no one will do anything about it because I guess Penguin <laughs> he went on a trip with his, with his uncle Zaz Oh, <laughs> Uncle Zach. Well, actually, here's what really happened to Martine, you know, and, and, and uh, Don's not going to like this. But so, like, you know, Martine is sent away and, um, you know, he runs away and does what little boys do, which is join the circus. And in being in the circus, he was able to get his confidence back and regain his ability to speak. 
And, you know, and he learned acrobatics and uh, he changed his name to Richard and and met a nice couple who also knew Jim Gordon, you know, from season one, um, John and Mary, and he became their son. So we will be seeing him again. Come over my dead body. <laughs> hey, no, this shows... think Martine should come back as an amazing villain. The rat catcher. Oh, you said amazing. That'd be like that'd be like really weird. Like, um, there's this rival client crime lord who everyone talks about, but like we never actually see. And Penguin's like at war with this person, and then like when Penguin finally comes face to face with him after like six or seven episodes, it's um, uh, I guess like a older preteenish because it's like a few years from now like you know a 12 or 13 year old like martine and he's Aww. like <laughs> he's like look dad i got you a city <laughs> i learned it from you he says on his like little notepad which is now like um a speaking spell <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's turning the little dials <laughs> yeah <laughs> but a speaking spell you mean like an etch sketch no you i used to have this thing called speaking spell when i was little you wrote on it and then it talked or you talked and then it wrote on the thing it would like you could type on it it it, it wouldn't like talk but i remember you could type on it and spell words and it helped me like learn how to it it helped me learn how to spell when i was you know really really young did we talk about this online because like apparently people are 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 suspecting that he's gonna be onomatopoeia did we mention that already no, but like, they thought. They also thought he was going to be Emperor Penguin. They think he's going to be Lady Shiva. They think he's going to be Batman. They think he's going to be Penguin. They think Onomatopoeia is like, isn't that a Green Arrow? <laughs> that is a Green Arrow villain. But so, but so is Solomon Grundy. Oh yeah, Solomon Grundy is a Green Arrow villain. Oh, that's true. Solomon Grundy is not Batman's either. <laughs> they think he's going to be um, Loki. They think. He's going to be, you know, like uh, Harry Potter. Like, okay. So, anyway, um, what did you think of this episode as a whole? It was so good. Take that, Don. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, did you think I wasn't going to like it? Uh, I, I'm, no. I'm, I'm not as exuberant as, as uh, you guys are. I just love Martine. Okay. <laughs> well, can you stop? I hate the. No, I don't have nothing against him. I like Martine, and I love the whole. Um, Oh, yeah, I like the whole Martine thing. Um, I liked everything between uh, Pig and Gordon, like when he slipped into the southern accent because he like lost it. Like the fact that Gordon could actually psycho um, use psychology on him was great. Oh yeah, I totally, I totally, I totally didn't mention that in my like fake recap. That right, there was a weird like subplot with Pig that kind of amounted to nothing. Um, it did, uh, tell him who, tell us who he was. I mean, we know who he was, but we didn't know if it was, like, the same pig. You mean, like, from know. the comics? Yeah, because it's the exact same name from yeah. the comics. Well, uh, that... I feel like that's going to come back and for something. Before I get, at... I have some thoughts about the pig name. Before I get into that, Don, tell us your thoughts about the episode. Well, okay, I, 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 this isn't one where, where I'm like, I'm so angry, but like, this was. Th- I think it's, it feels to me like it's been a while since I've seen Gotham. And I loved last episode, it was hilarious. But like, Josh saw this before <laughs> any of us. And he's like, yeah, this is a good episode. So I start, I sit down, and I start watching it. And we go to Arkham Asylum, you know, and, you know, Arkham Asylum is how it always is, you know, 
mentally ill people are F word, R word. And, you know, the pig is playing classical music because bad guy. And then Burley, I, was he black? I don't know. Yeah. He, he's like, I don't like that. And then he, and then he hits him, what are you going to do? Ooh, you shouldn't have done that. You know, yeah, he why? said he killed his mom to that, that song, too. Yeah, I killed my mom to that song because I'm a bad guy. And then he kills this guy. You know, oh, it's so violent. Gotham. And then I was thinking about like, Josh really going. And then, and then I think in Josh's head, Josh is like, you know, yeah, this is a good episode. And I was just like. <laughs> I mean, it picked up a little Honestly? bit. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, this I, is it, this is your time, and I keep. I keep. No, it's all right. I, it picked up. It picked up a little bit. Where I, I was, I wasn't like hating this episode at all, but like, it, it that really kind of set me off on a on a wrong mood. And honestly, this is this is one one thing I noticed. I don't know about you guys, and I, and I'm not going to play like armchair writer or whatever. But like, this is, I found this to be a pretty, a pretty like paint by numbers episode. In that, what I mean by that is like, I felt that like I could see every line of dialogue coming. Like a lot of it was really kind kind of like you know. I, I, I don't know. It, it was like you know, I, I don't want Riddler. I didn't do it for Riddler. I did it for Edward Nigma, my friend. I was like, uh huh. And then, um, and, and then like Sophia was like, you and I are not so different after all, Jim. We're the same. And I was like, you're like the ninth person that said that to this guy. As <laughs> she pulls off her rubber Tim Burton mask. <laughs> I know. And and like, um, I'm I'm glad that they they advanced the Sophia plot because it has been in the background for the, all all the season. Um, and I, and I'm glad that Mar- the little boy Martine survived. But um, you know, you know what? It's it's not so much that I wasn't liking what I, what it was doing. It's just that like I I wasn't necessarily impressed. Um, you know, like like, like Lee tr- can't can't get this guy, so she poisons him. Maybe maybe not. You know, the sirens say we're not working for Penguin, and then like you know they're working for Sophia at the end. Like it 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 felt like it was kind of like uh kind of just going kind of back and forth between stuff. And I don't know. It I'm glad you guys dug it, but I, I wasn't I wasn't I didn't love it. Is what I'm trying to say. I I, I didn't hate it but I, I i didn't love it but I, but I, I can talk about it <laughs> i liked this episode not as much as last week um i guess in terms of the you know plot lines my one sentence reaction you know uh pig plot line wtf question mark question mark the lee plot line i roll i roll but the, the what, what really made the episode for me was the the gordon penguin sophia plot line like that i enjoyed um, not that there wasn't moments of it that you know were bad but like that was like what kept me on the edge of my seat and just kind of watching that on hold. That's what made the episode for me. Um, going back to the pig thing, that that scene at the beginning where like he gets punched and his face kind of like does that weird thing. I was like, oh, is this going to be like Clayface again from season two and three? Is there Basil You're Carlo? Is he Jim? back? Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought that's totally what was happening. I thought like, oh, okay, he switched places with that guy. I was like, this is weird. Like, okay, like and. Uh, um, and I don't know how many – I don't know if you guys listened to the finished version of, like, last week's episode. But, like, when Ben did his bid, he gave me this whole theory about how, like, you know, Professor Pitchley, you know, like Barnes. And in my – I'm humoring him. I'm listening <laughs> to this. But in my in my head, I'm, like, rolling my eyes. I'm, like, just because, you know, Professor Pig is bald, you know, and Barnes is bald. <laughs> like, they're not the same person. I was, like, you know, but good good try, you know. Oh, but then this episode – but then this episode, like, it's like, Pig is someone that we know. I was like, oh, my gosh. Don't tell me that he's right. Don't tell me that I know. he's right. <laughs> I was with you, Josh. I was with you. I was like, wow, this kid. And then they said, Laszlo Valentine. I was like, thank God. <laughs> they they really are listening to the podcast, even though that was, like, a theory that, like, they would have had to, like, listen to that episode and then, like, rushedly, like, change the filming or something. I don't know. 
But he has the same name as the comics. But, like, it's weird because Gordon's like, I want to know who Pig is under the mask. As if, like, it's supposed to be someone that he knows. And, like, you know, like, Gordon, it's not like Gordon's like, oh, yes, Laszlo, you know, my partner from the army and my college roommate, you know, like, I should have known it was you. Like, it's supposed to be, like, some revelation, which that was weird for me that they were treating it as a revelation. And, like, why did he have to get, like, reconstructive surgery on his face to avoid being recognized? Is he in the witness protection program? Like... I honestly feel like the pig thing is d- deleted scene, and and I've been enjoying pig on the show and everything, but I don't um, know. I was just kind of all about the Sophia action. I was actually looking up stuff on uh, Laszlo, and it showed that he actually had a schizophrenic break at one point, so that could have been part of that if they're going with that. Don, you've read more pig than um, Jan and I. What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm trying to remember because, like, Pig was he recently in Nightwing? Uh, the Doctor Hurt was, and and I think the Dollmaker was. Because, because, like, like, you know, I, I'm I'm very familiar with his first story. Honestly, I, to be honestly, to be honest, I don't I don't think I've, he's popped up again. But like, uh, he's he was a popular new character because he's a Morrison guy. Um, Laszlo Valentin is his is his real name. I I don't know where they're going because I was I was like, okay, so who who. My thing was, who has it in for Gordon throughout the series? You know, we, we've seen all the major bad guys. Is, is like, Mario Pepper back from the dead for some reason? Um, uh, Mario Pepper? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to think. That would be intense, man. We just have to stop. Now, where is my we daughter? We have to stop watching this show. We're like, we can't do this. <laughs> His daughter comes like, Ivy, you've grown so much. You have no idea, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time my actress is meeting your actor. But, um... <laughs> I'm looking up the ogre because someone said that like the ogre's last name was Valentine, but no, it was Jason Skum- Skumulski and Jace, aka Jason Lennon. So well, like, they're not gonna bring him back because uh, he's he's over in This Is Us. But like, um, oh, he, he he's he's dead, like very very dead. Also, you have to remember they don't need to bring him back because they got reconstructive surgery to change his face. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, I mean, it's kind of mechanical too. It sounded like it was kind of mechanical. Like maybe maybe Hugo Strange is like you know up to up to his old tricks again. Ooh, please, please, please. He, he has Peabody's skull on his like you know uh, <laughs> desk, and he's like Peabody. I've given plastic surgery to Laszlo Valentine to make him look completely different. I know what you're thinking, Ghost Peabody. You're saying something like, "Why would you do That's a thing like, like that?" I don't know, Peabody. That's, that, that, that's like that. Like, what was it, Jan? That, that donkey cartoon on YouTube where like Carl, and like after a while he just um, hallucinates him. Oh, two llamas. Yeah, that's like that thing. Where just... Carl. <laughs> it's like, he's like, obsessively like needing a straight man. Like, Wait, what? Was... Peabody needs. Gla- Peabody's skull has glasses. I'm trying to think. Who's... Two llamas with hats. I've heard of it. Oh god, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Strange, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I immediately just start thinking. Okay, who does who doesn't like Gordon? Every villain, but like, who <laughs> survived? <laughs> every who girl, like every girl he's ever dated, <laughs> Bullock. Like, every every cop, like everyone but Bruce. <laughs> Harper likes him, and uh, what if it's Lucius um, is neutral? What if it's a uh, uh, Rachel Ghoul? Because what if it's like I, I, I don't. I, what if it's just, you know, Laszlo, and for some reason they're, like, treating this as, like, a reveal, but... Then that's bad writing. Not, 
Well, I mean, because they like he had a southern accent, and I was like, okay, so it's not Barnes, unless we find out that like Barnes grew up in New Orleans, you know, or like something like that. <laughs> that's not a southern accent. That's that, that's a Cajun accent. <laughs> Wait, did they say it was somebody? He knew? You're tearing me apart. Say so what, Jeff? <laughs> did they say it was somebody he knew already? No, but they were like implying it. And uh, like, and they said that, and like because Gordon says, you know, my detective skills tell me that it definitely came from the south. Um, not Alabama, not Tennessee. Your, your not detective Texas. skills, like listening to like someone with a southern accent, like I mean, he didn't, he didn't specify a region. Um, yeah, that's why he said like he said like well, it was a southern accent. Was like check if he's from Montana. He had a southern accent. <laughs> check if he's from Alaska. He's gonna say from the south, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, yo, he's from he's from New York. He's hey. not. He's from Gotham. He's not going to know like the different ins and outs of how different southern places sound. Well, he's he going to know a southern accent when he hears one. <laughs> they go to Alabama, and it looks and and Alabama looks just as much like Alabama as Miami looked like Miami <laughs> when he went there. <laughs> Fake as hell. It looks like Cuba. <laughs> yeah, you know, with all the like sprawling mountains that Miami doesn't have because it's flat Alabama land. Alabama just look like West Virginia. No one will know the difference. <laughs> Alabama oh. will look like you know, like a uh, new New York City from Futurama for some reason. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> the world of Alabama. Good old Alabama. Well, do you think that like kids? If, if this is a new character that we're seeing for the first time, but Gordon's like, ah, I'm in for my past before the show started. I mean, like, they could do that. I don't think that's necessarily dramatically interesting, but that's probably where they might go. It's just a weird story beat. The whole, like, you know, like, it's treated as a mystery, and mysteries have to have payoffs. And, like, if it's, like, who is this person? Like, if it's no one that we know, then it's, like, and not that I want to be someone that I know. It's just, it's just weird. And if it's, I guess if it's Barnes, I have to, like, you know, give Ben a pizza or something. But, like, it... (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I wanted to know who he was too, because he spent all this time chasing him down, and the only name he has is Professor Pig. His fingers are all burned off. You can't just well, you can, but when you want to file a report, you got to do like all your research to make sure that everything is uh, the case isn't closed yet. He needs more information. It's Alvarez. <laughs> oh God! I would just I'm gonna lay on the floor. <laughs> No, but he needs more information. He needs a name. He needs, like, um, if there's any more crimes, he needs to connect them. It's like a whole thing. You don't just, well, I'm not a cop, but I feel like he wants to just be thorough. This guy terrorized Gotham for, like, months, as he said, and then he went out of his way to focus on Jim Gordon. Well, also, this guy's actually a convicted serial killer. Um, So, so like, he's, he's not... He's not honestly. I guess he's not anybody that like we would know from, from before. Because they said yeah. like, you know, this this guy committed like ten murders in in somewhere, but you know, like he escaped prison. And then, oh, that means he's going to escape right this second. And Gordon is right. <laughs> um, so like, I guess it's not so much you know who is he, but like you know how has he effect like. Why does he not like a Gordon? Because like all of a sudden his motivation is different. Like he used to like Gordon, and now I guess I guess he's obsessed with him, or he doesn't like him. I'm confused. So, like, okay, explain. Well, he wanted to purify the police before. He said, that, I, 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 "I I I admire you, Jim Gordon." And then like later on, it was implied that like you know you won't forget my Jim Gordon. So it's like somebody who's doing it out of like revenge for. Did, did, am I oh no, wrong? that's because like. Did you not listen to the psychological profile? He's like, yeah, I'm going to forget you. Goodbye. I probably did. 
Oh, yeah, 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 because it was all about ego. Like, oh, yeah, the newspapers are already talking about, you know, like the latest Mueller indictments right now. That's not true. I mean, squeal. <laughs> because he went through all that trouble to get all that uh, notoriety as Mr. or Professor Pig and mm-hmm. be remembered for all time. And then he's all like, but it's not your real name. Like, I think the thing was that uh, it felt more like Jim just wanted to know why he didn't want to take the credit with his real name. And then he goes in there and then he's all telling him like, yeah, no one's going to remember you. And he's like, yes, I did. I, terif- I terrified this uh, city for months. And he's like, yeah, but we have like Penguin <laughs> and all these other people. You're going to be forgotten the moment I, I close this door. I did like and then that he one. was like, no. That's <laughs> when gonna... he lost it. That's when he lost his cool because Jim is like, yeah, I'm leaving. He's like, no, you're not. You're not leaving me here. I have a nice life. I did like that where he's like, no, you're not as cool as, as, as Joker or Penguin or Fish. But I'm a pig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gives and him the, the season like, one, two, and three DVDs. He's like, "All these people have been forgotten. What choice do you have?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Penguin hasn't been forgotten. Yeah, but like the doll maker, Mad Hatter, thank the Lord, Balloon Man, Kaleidoscope Dude, Alan and Montoya. Kaleidoscope Man. Yeah, Kaleidoscope. Alan and Montoya, Harvey Dent. Like, I was I watching. I actually literally forgot about Harvey Dent, even though we mentioned him like every week. Every wow. episode, we, we, we meet a Dent, uh, Alan Montoya quota. Yes, yeah, true. I, I was watching the pilot with one of the kids this morning, and I was just like marveling at, man, all these things that were so important to the show back then that like are gone now. Like, Alan and Montoya are like these like really important characters and like oh yeah sarah essen i remember her and like i never thought alan and montoya were like important i just thought they were there to be like slightly antagonistic and tantalizing (laughs) they were were main cast members like they were paid as like series regulars and they had that whole subplot in the first half of the season you know where like you know we're gonna track felt like they were actually important important it's like i always felt like once that plot drops they've got nothing to do well the the, the very thing is that like um with barbara that went nowhere uh yeah my toy's actress tweeted very saltily that like like like, like she was she was mad that um they weren't on the show anymore like like, like when someone was hired for the show she's like oh I, i sure hope you stay as long as we did like it was very clear that like they were not happy that like they got dropped from the show for whatever reason. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, but but I kind of remember something like that. Like I, I don't want to put words in her mouth where like in case just in case like she was being sincere, but yeah, I do remember that. You don't write something like that and <laughs> it'd not be salty. <laughs> Hope you last on that show as long as we did. Ha ha bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah she just walked out of that like you know her own apartment too because barbara's like i'll leave she's like no 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 you stay i'll leave it's like but you live here <laughs> and then we never saw her again she's on a binger and binger and everything um so moving from i guess professor pig to the whole you know sophia war martine thing i guess martine would be like the biggest um martine. point of the plot yeah that was so my my tinfoil hat stuff from from uh, the last episode. Most of it was kind of on the head, and I'm not going to pretend to be a genius for for that or whatever because a lot of the clues were there, you know, like to be picked up. So it's not like I pulled that out of thin air. But yeah, like Sophia totally was, you know, playing him to play Penguin, which was kind of weird. 
Like, I, I, I sure. But he said he lied, but he did see her kiss him. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, too. Like, it's like, that why like, so you... confused me? I was like, but you did see it. You were there and they were kissing. But, but he lied about c- colluding with Sophia because Sophia told, um, because Sophia told him the tell, which is weird in okay, of itself. Okay, that makes more sense. Go ahead. Right. Because remember, she saw him in that hallway and she's like, what are you up to, Martine? And then presumably she said later on, you're going to tell Penguin that, like, you know, I kissed Jim Gordon. And then he probably writes on his paper. But Jim Gordon's not even here yet. <laughs> He'll be here. Trust me. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, too. Although, you know what? Actually. OK, this is this is where the whole thing kind of falls apart if you think about it too much. She told him, say that you saw me kissing Jim Gordon. It doesn't mean that she actually had to do it. Martine could lie. It's just mm. a, it was just a matter of good fortune that Jim Gordon happened to show up and she kissed him anyway to make it true. Can we talk so. about, um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Jen. I was just like, and then he saw it anyway, so he wasn't lying. Yeah, but it's like, he had to stay there, like, just to like, you know, cover all their bases. It's, uh. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about, and this kind of goes into Sophia's character. I get that she's like, you know, she wants to be on top and, you know, run the, run the city and take down Penguin. But is that, I mean, is, is, this is kind of creeping back into like my original complaint with her characterization. But like, I, I, I feel that like I'm learning less about her. Where she's like, you know, she's playing Gordon, she's playing Penguin. Okay, but like, you know, what is genuine with her? You know, it, 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 is it just a, a taking over the city thing? Is it simply just she's want to be, she wants to be a daddy's girl and impress him? Like, does she actually care for Gordon, or, or is he just a pawn that like he's not responding well to it? Like, um, it's I'm, pretty well laid out for you. Well, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I feel that, in, in fairness, she lies about almost everything. Yeah, so, I, like, I feel that like in every scene, she is pre being pretty duplicitous. And that's one thing if she is, but like, where is where is the actual truth? And if, if it's just because she just wants to be on top, I feel that like, that, I don't know. I don't know. I do feel like that she does want that power and to be in control and also to show her father, um, because he's been pushing her aside and saying, "This is not for you. Don't do this. Stay over here." So she just wants to be like, "No, but I can do this." Like I said, it's it feels like that um, the second child syndrome, where you know, like the first child is groomed to be like the whatever, but the second child is better at it. Because Mario is her older brother, right? And the show, yeah. Yeah, so if anything, I know he decided not to do it, but if he did, he would have been groomed for that position. And then you know, the second child is always like, yeah, you got to support whatever. But she was also the girl, and then the girls aren't usually given power or anything. They're usually just uh, protected. So there's also that. But I also watch um, gangster films. So. It kind of unraveled a little bit this episode where like she kind of like you know revealed in a moment of like passion that like she wanted her dad to be proud of her and she also wanted to like because he said you know he was always trying to keep her in Miami and distract Mm -hmm. her so this is her trying to make her own way and I think she cares for Jim because of like what she was saying them in the police day, but like everything was was but a lie anyway. So, was so just which is so generic. It was like you know you and I are the same Jim. That's why I made you a homeless captain so you could have power. Like I want power. And it's like I, I I don't know if any of this is true. <laughs> well, because because she also went into his office originally, like in like fake tears, like Penguin tried to kill me. I was so helpless. It was horrible. Like 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 when she was like fine like a minute earlier. So. 
she could be playing him there too, but I, feel I think like... she was playing him in that scene, and then later she was just like, F- it. Yeah. And, and then as we joked about, he totally, like, sends... <clears throat> he totally... Sorry, that's a Donovan and Stella thing. He totally uh, sent her on a train, you know, just like he, like, threatened to do. It's like, there's no other way to get to Gotham from Miami. And, like, <laughs> Harper has to sit there the oh, whole yeah, time. No. Because... Well, was it, didn't he fly... Didn't Gordon fly there off screen? I don't know. I don't know how he got there, but all I know is that now we know the question to whether Sophia would get a plane out of Gotham or not. The answer is no. She gets a train. I'm looking up. Like, okay, so Brooklyn to Miami. If Gotham's in Brooklyn, which, like, that's where they filmed the show, and it's kind of like. I thought it's in Jersey. It doesn't matter. Either way. So if you're going to drive there, it takes 18 hours. Um, if you're going to, yeah, let me check. Yeah. Driving there is 18 hours. A train where like, cause you have to have Harper on the whole time is a day and six hours. And of course, Harper has to go back, you know, like they, they couldn't sprint for a plane ticket. What Gordon eh. wants, he gets. <laughs> Gotham's well, budget Gordon, isn't that good. If Gordon has to pay for it himself, <laughs> he's gonna probably do the cheapest way out. And there's no direct. Well, actually, there is Amtrak, you know. But like, I don't know if Amtrak still runs it. But like, <laughs> there is not a lot of direct routes. So like, Harper and like Sophia would have to like make all these connections. It sounds like some art film like movie, you know, where like you know we get a movie about them bonding, you know, on this like train ride, which luckily wasn't too long for them, but. Was weird. I was waiting for the moment for like Barbara to like discover that Sophie is with like her former fiance. Not that I want them to have like a cat fight over it, but just like you know, because it'd be hilarious. It's it is something that the two women have in common that kind of like bonds them. Like, what's the female version of Wiener Cousins? Oh dear, Uh... no idea. Why are you (laughs) what? They're wiener cousins. Wiener cousins are if two men have been with the same woman, they're they're wiener cousins. For example, um, who are two men that have been with the same woman in this show? Um, Galavan and Gordon are wiener cousins because they've both been with Barbara and Raish. <laughs> so Galavan and Raish are wiener cousins now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the so- ogre. So like, what, um, what's the female version of that? I guess we can make it up, house. like bosom buddies. Like, <laughs> no, they just call them sluts. Well, uh, I, I I don't want to do that to them. Yeah, that's how that's how society is. <laughs> in, in other words, they, they have something in common. So like, that would be an interesting, you know, conversation. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, Barbara is pretty so aggressive, very removed from Jim. So it, it I'm would sorry. be something. Do what? I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Barbara is pretty removed from Jim, so it would be an interesting kind of like kind of like tangent. But I, I don't know. I'm not expecting her to like have any lost love for that. But like, um, yeah, what's the ninth episode of the season that just aired, or no, the tenth episode just aired, and she's had one scene with Jim, and that was when he walks into the club saying, you know, where's Rachel Ghoul? Well, also, um, like, like last season when you had that scene with between Valerie and Lee. So they can they can kind of continue that sort of thing. Not that, even though that was, that was kind of you know, Jamie Chung being annoying, but uh, yeah, no, I I agree. It, it it seemed like a missed trick, but I guess there was too, there was a lot going on. That there was very little time before Zaz showed up with his rocket launcher. 
<laughs> that was funny too. They're like arguing what to do, and Selena's like, "Hey, it's Zaz. He's waving to us. Hey, Zaz. That's funny. His hand that he's waving with looks just like a rocket launcher. I don't recall Zaz's hand looking like a rocket. Wait a minute. <laughs> I love my job. And then they very quickly escape. <laughs> it's a good thing we safely parachuted her. Like, <laughs> or it's a good it's a good thing that that porpoise, you know, like jumped in front of the rocket at the last minute. <laughs> Batman sixty six joke. Um. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was just sitting here like I have no idea what's happening. Oh, yeah. Told, Batman, and Robin are attached, movie. Batman and Robin are attached to a buoy, and there's like a missile heading towards them. And then, like, from you the see, like, yeah, from the penguin. And you see just like this, and you see an explosion. And then, like, the next scene, Batman and Robin are like, um, on a speedboat and like they're like boy it's a good thing that that noble porpoise you know jumped in front of the missile at the last minute to save us and then then batman's like yes yes robin that noble animal sacrificed his life for ours you know we will never forget him so the porpoise knew the importance of batman and robin you know could 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 make a judgment call within five seconds (laughs) <laughs> and then Batman and Robin don't seem to care all that much. <laughs> oh no, Batman! Batman's very emotional about it. He's like that porpoise, you know, like so noble, like saved our life, like <laughs> the almost wow. human noble porpoise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm surprised that like we got rid of like this set piece, you know, because like they kind of made a big deal of it, like you know, like this is going to be the status quo. Barbara owns this like gun shop, and then like. We didn't really do too much with it. Like, you know, Tabitha took, like, a month to show up to work, and then, like, they closed it down. Then they're like, oh, actually, we're going to keep it open. <laughs> uh, here's what's going to happen. They're, they're going to take over um, Sophia's location with her with her townhouse or whatever. And once Sophia is killed by either Jim, Penguin, or Barbara, they'll have that place to, to enjoy for the rest of the season. Unless Zaz shows up and takes it out, too, because of budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> He's just destroying all the sets. It, it was funny because Don predicted that Zaz was going to blow up Gordon's apartment, but like, no, it was Barbara's apartment that he blew up, I guess. The jury's still out on that one. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's Homeless Sirens now. Although, you know, maybe <laughs> Homeless, Homeless Sirens! <laughs> <laughs> so, Whenever I'm, that was it, I, and I, I like the sirens this episode, and I kind of like them. Um, what is that they have been doing all, all season anyway? Like, 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 they've been doing jobs that they don't complete. Top of that half a season. <laughs> Barbara, you will be my eyes and ears of Gotham and win this auction. I didn't win the auction. That's okay. Sirens, you will go to the Narrows and like, you know, and kill um and You'll bring and kill, me Riddler. Kill Riddler. We didn't bring you Riddler. Oh, that's okay. Sirens, you will like help us take down Penguin. We didn't take down Penguin, like <laughs> And where is Tabitha? I don't know, she's just not here today. Oh yeah, and it was like Selena, you will steal this priceless artifact, and like she didn't get to steal it, or like Selena, you will bring Thai food to these people, and like it's <laughs> yeah, there's zero for zero. This <laughs> oh god, we haven't seen Bullock in two episodes, have we? Um, we saw him at the end of the last one. He's like, I'll be out of your way, Captain. So maybe. Oh we'll... right, right. It's just been so. <sighs> yeah, we had we had a break, you know. Yeah, so... that's what happened. Oh, god, he's like a yeah. It's like so season. different when you're not binging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so different. I'm sitting here like, what has happened and when has it happened? Is is it, is it different? Like, like how is it, how is it different when from binging to like week to week? Uh, when you're binging, um, first of all, you don't get as mad as easily. <laughs> like, okay, see what happens in the next episode? Speak for yourself. And then now it's all like, Rach has been dead for how long? And I'm sitting here like. on the inside and still trying to figure out what he did to Barbara. 
Yeah, we have no clue of that still. They really completely dropped that storyline for like I don't, weeks. I don't think that they've dropped it, but I think that, and I was I mean, going to get into, I was going to get into it at the end of the episode, you know, when we talked about next week. But I think that because next week is the mid-season finale, that we're going to like get some sort of, you know, hints there. Yeah, she'll just show up and uh, she shows up with put a racial ghoul beard, like his ashen body. Isn't that right? She says in her voice, isn't that right, detective? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, okay. Some people on Reddit had a problem with Selena being the one to kidnap Martine, but, like, you know, Cat- Catwoman in the comics has kidnapped kids before. I, I remember she this kidnapped Robin. Reggie out a window. Uh, t- she kidnapped Robin a time or two in the Golden Age, I kind of remember. And I remember, like, the Joker was going to kill Robin, and she, like, you know... She was not about that. She's like, wait, Joker, I, I changed my mind. Don't kill the kid. Let him go. But, you know, like, I was actually thinking today, like, when, when she did Kid Martin, like, because they, they made a they make a big deal in the comic books. I, I mean, like, the Golden and Silver Age stuff about Catwoman actually not killing people. And, of course, in the modern age, like, she'll kill. She, she has to, but she's not a murderer. Um, she shoved Reggie out a window. Well, my point is that, like, <laughs> Reggie, wasn't a, Reggie wasn't a nun. Like, my, my point is that, like, you don't know his life. Uh, well, yeah, you could, yeah, we did. Alfred told us. <laughs> yeah, we did. There was like a whole scene of like about how he was a drug addict and he killed people for. You a didn't life. hear the part where he was a nun for a few years? <laughs> no, because I didn't write it. Um, but uh, I, I mean, also, I, um, well, I, I think that like, um, uh, I think you know this 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 Selena Kyle. It's not not too different from the other one. Although she's not in school, but like a. Uh, there are limits to what she would do. I, I, I wonder, I do wonder, like, if she would have any sort of, like, you know, compunction against... I, 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 honestly, it would be out of character if she, like, you know, I'll kill this kid if you don't whatever. Because no, no version of Catwoman has ever done that. But I think that there are times where I think she might... Uh, but you also have to remember, um, she, when she was with Fish Mooney, she's like, are we going to kill these guys or what? But I do remember that when Maroney died, she had a shocked look on her face, like, oh, my God, shit is going down. Um, Like, she kind of, like, looked a little scared there. And also, I do remember, like, the sirens kind of being, like, you know, surprised when Sophia wasn't backing down from the killing Martine thing. Like, wait, you know, like, we're not actually going to hurt this kid, are we? And then afterwards, they're like, Penguin, (laughs) in one of the weirdest lines of the show, Penguin blew that kid up. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, none of us saw that coming. <laughs> we were, but I was sitting there like, Penguin is like so nice to this kid. <laughs> uh, I, I was actually nervous. I thought that Penguin was going to stab him, uh, Frankie from season one style, when he like went over to hug him because just the way that Same, the scene was, actually, yeah, the way that the scene was being played out, I was like, oh, this kid's not going to survive this scene. I, 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 I honestly was, thought that like the way the scene played out, um. Because Penguin was so like serious the whole time, he wasn't like you know being his sort of like, monster self. If he had killed Martine, I mean, I'm glad the kids are alive. But if he had killed, I actually thought that would have been good story storytelling because he had learned to not you know rely on he he had learned not to have his emotions be his weakness. So I, I actually thought the way, the way that it went down was actually pretty strong, strongly told. Now I'm glad that the kid did survive because I don't really need to see that again. But like, I, I think <laughs> that like if, if he if he pulled the trigger on that, it actually would have been earned in a way. And, and I, I would have accepted the storytelling of it, although it would have been dark. And I'm 
coming up blank on this, but but I feel like we've had that story being in the show before, too, where it's like, I love you, but because I love you and you make me weak, I must kill you. And the closest thing I can think to that was when Falcone killed Liza, but I feel like there yes. was a more direct version of that. Yeah. Yeah, Falcone killing Liza, but I, I feel like there was something similar to that in this show that I'm, that's just kind of blending together, that story beats. Riddler and, and Kringle was an accident. Yeah, that, that, that was an accident. Wow. <sighs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Season two. No, no, I mean anything like that that isn't Liza. Because yeah. Liza's the only one that sticks out in my head. Which is funny because we were saying that, like, um, Sophia was doing the same plan as, as, um, as Fish was. Except, like, you know, in this version of the plan, Sophia and Martine are both Liza for some reason. Yep. But, um, what was I even going to say? Where were we? Uh, sorry. We were talking about the whole, like, the sirens and then kind of blended into the kidnapping of Martine, which I, I set off my... Oh, microphone. yeah, you were talking about him getting stabbed, and I was like, yeah, no, I was just sitting there like, don't you hurt this child! I will, I will go to the writer's room and strangle all of you personally. And then he was like, he hugged him, he's like, you know I care about you, right? And I was like, well... <laughs> Goodbye, Martine. Then he goes in the car. He's like, and that's why I will never let anyone hurt you again. I was like, no, oh my God. Uh, that was very Martine. excessive, too. Like, there would have been Martine. so many cleaner ways to kill him. <laughs> Martine. Like, my friends were like, why are you breathing like that? I was like, <laughs> Jeff, you're fire. <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, because I was just sitting there like freaking out, and then they're like, "Yeah, I didn't see that coming either." I was like, "I hope you die! I hope you die a horrible death, you bitch!" (laughs) Oh man, I turned so fast on Sophia. So what do you think about when 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 he survived? Huh? When he survived? Oh yeah, no, it's not like it's like Zaz like goes like whoop. I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) whoop! That was very fast, yeah. (laughs) It's a good thing that he cares. My baby is alive. The the porpoise that saved the sirens also saved Martine. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like super excited about it. And then he goes like, I have to send you far away. And I was like, no. One, because, you know, Martine is like, you're my friend now. And, you know, to children, friends are extremely important. If you really want to hurt a child when you're like their friend, you say, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And then that kid will turn into a psycho. Because Take that, Ben. What happened? Ben. <laughs> Josh is going to do the same thing to a little child that he knows. I suppose. Oh, yeah. But you uh, say, like, I don't want to be results. your friend anymore Like when you're angry at them. like, I mean, you guys have had this happen when you were kids, right? Kids, your people would say, like, they get angry at you and, like, you're not my friend anymore. Donovan then, tells me that every other hour. He'll he'll like text me like we are no we longer for friends. Children, and, I'm like, no. and I'm like, why do you keep saying this to me? I know. Um <laughs> can you, no. can you imagine I would No? Uh no, nothing definitive. I, well, I got into fights, but I, I I didn't have like this this kind of declarative, you know, I'm not your friend anymore kind of thing. You also have to keep in mind that Martin, number one, has no friends, as that episode showed, and number two, he's an orphan, so he also has no family, so like Penguin is his entire life. 
So. Yeah, but I'm also just trying to say, like, when I was little, whenever we got into fights, I never said it to someone, but someone would say it to me because they knew that it would hurt me, that they, like, you know, they and they, I've also seen what it does to other people. Because there was, like, this little girl, and she would, like, switch friends every week or something. Everyone wanted to be her friend. And then she'd be like, you're not my friend anymore. And she's like, I'm going to be friends with this person. We were, like, five or six years old. It was, like, intense. And then you just feel so isolated and, like, no one likes you sort of feeling. You know what I mean? Well, the thing I remember about so, the Penguin... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Huh? And then you compile that on the fact that uh, Penguin is his only friend. You know, he's not using him like uh, Sophia is. He wasn't bullying him like all the other kids. He was, like, taking interest in him, treating him nicely, trying to groom him to be, like... You know, showing him attention and filling the void of, like, not only friendship, but in a way, like, being his dad. Like, that's intense. And then he says, I have to send you away. And, like, this kid is, like, really attached. Really, really, really attached Cause, to cause, him. Because he has nobody else, yeah. And also, it yeah, was so- because at first he said, you know, we're not friends, we're conspirators. And then, like, the next episode he says, you're a good friend. and So, so like... There was a lot of emotional <laughs> openness with, with the, that penguin shared with him that that he uh, that he really he really uh, receives. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of relieved that he's being sent away because as much as I like him, I feel like he was in a lot of danger being around. And I was kind of wondering, like I was like this, I, I was thinking about the story last week, you know, just what its inevitable conclusion would be. And I did not see a lot of scenarios where Martin was going to like make it out alive. It seemed really like he. Just- it seemed like it would be another like motivation for Penguin to go psycho. I honestly kind of uh, just to finish my statement from earlier, and then he's all like, "I didn't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to leave you." I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> don't just hug the child. Just hug it. He needs a hug. Look at that face. Look at that adorable baby face. Just, just hug the face. Just hug it." But um, yeah, honestly. I was sitting there watching that entire like scene of her where uh, Sophia's like holding that kid, and I was like, "Martine, you you you've already practiced for this. Just stab her, stab her in an upward motion, so you get the heart." Oh, yeah. well, that would be crazy. <laughs> I I told you I turned on Sophia so fast, and and then Alexander like Sadiq like runs by the screen with a knife and just like slashes him and runs away. Whoop 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 whoop. Well, I was thinking that like I don't think they can kill two kids in one season. <laughs> challenge, challenge hold my ear. <laughs> challenge accepted. Gordon, no. I'm lo- I'm looking at um the text that I sent to Don when I was watching this episode, and I said, and and when Martin blows up, I I did the I did the f word in big letters, like with a lot of k's, and then I said in big letters, Jan is going to hate this episode, and then like a few minutes later, I texted dot dot dot, or maybe she won't. Wow, fake out. <laughs> I was really worried about Jan watching this. I was like, it's like, no, Jan will leave the show. She'll stop watching. She'll stop commentating. <laughs> it's like, that's, yeah. That's why I said, I was like, do you want me to tell you something that could potentially make you feel better watching the episode? <laughs> that's why I asked you if this involved like a, uh, an animal dying, because if you ever this. see, here's the thing. If you ever see an animal, like if they kill a dog or a cat, or they even like allude to it, you have complete, uh, Freedom to tell me about it because otherwise I'll throw up if I watch it. And I don't. I'm not prepared for it. Mm. I, don't, I don't think they've killed dogs in the show. In have I? 
anything. If it's a movie, it's like, hey, I know you're going to go watch this. Uh, the dog dies. I'll be like, okay. Somebody um, put somebody put um, top ten saddest anime betrayals when Mart when Penguin like fake kills Martine. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you, you know that like, meme to, to, like you know you know that like meme like top ten saddest anime deaths yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Top, yeah, like, like that like people use for like the B movie and like the Lorax and like, yeah, I, I, I know the meme, but that's that's funny. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, um, and then like. Like early in the episode, he puts like Martine in timeout, and he like yells at him like, "I'm gonna send you back to the orphanage." Like, I I felt so bad for him. When did he take him out? Like, what's he? I guess he like signed him out or something. Like, I didn't get the impression that he adopted him, and if he did, that was like a deleted scene or something. But that like you know he was taking care of this kid or like you know letting him like. I mean, I don't think you can just like. I, I don't know. I guess because Penguin is Penguin and, and he's like someone in the city. But I don't uh, think. I think it's because Penguin was friends with Sophia and Sophia's taken a liking to him and then he just let him get close to Martine because yeah. she started using him at that point. She's like, yeah, sure, just take him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Orphanage is. I mean, I, I, I don't and know. And also it's Gotham and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's pretty... like so many things. You're like, but the legal ramifications. <laughs> Penguin's oh, probably what? responsible for like so many of those orphans being actual orphans. Like his, his actions probably killed a lot of their parents. Like or Lee. Do you remember? Um, remember season two when like there was like there were like Penguin did that like uh, all those body doubles who got shot. Like that was all those kids' parents. <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> the stupid body doubles that were all like limping towards the whatever. That was Galavan. That was weird. That was <laughs> Gotham. You're a weird show sometimes. Um, Balloon Man. <laughs> Balloon Man, indeed. Uh, Dog. There was a point I was going to make about Martin. So it, 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 if he's so loyal to Penguin, it does beg the question: like, why did he like lie for Sophia as long as he did? But then. You get the impression that, like, because he's a kid and he's an orphan, you know, Sophia was probably able to, like, prey on his emotions and, like, manipulate him because, you know. But at least he, like, came around and was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, he was so sad. Oh, he was really sad. He felt so bad. (laughs) But I I was lying about the fact that, like, she told me to say it, but I did actually see it. That was, he's like, what do you mean you lied? We sang that whole song and everything. Like, so my least favorite plotline of the episode, that that scene with Lee. Okay, Jan. (laughs) We will accept whatever answer you give us because the show didn't make fear. Was Lee lying when she said that she poisoned that guy? Was she just, like, bluffing and that wasn't a real antidote? It was all psychosomatic? Or did she actually poison the guy? I feel like she gave him enough stuff that uh, made him react that way. Whether he was, would die from it or just be sick long enough for her to make a point. Because okay. you, can, you can mix things that give you, like, symptoms. Like, this will make you do this, that'll make you do that. Because she is a doctor and she does know her chemistry. Okay, so my, what my interpretation of the scene was is I thought when she, like, sees that vial and she's like, oh, I have an idea, like, that she walks up to him and she's like, oh, yes, this vial is your antidote. And that was just, like, cough syrup or something and she was bluffing. And the guy just happened to cough then because, as Don was saying to me, like, we never saw how she was able to do this and when she did this. So She I thought, was choking. Uh, yeah, I, I thought maybe she was bluffing, but... Mm-hmm. 
But then the scene didn't make that clear because I was waiting for like Enigma to say, wow, when did you have a chance to poison him? And her this to be like, don't be ridiculous. You know, like that was just, you know, cough syrup, you know, like, but he'll be fine Seriously, in the morning. When did she have a chance to poison him? Because like, there was like spies and yeah. spies guards everywhere and, you know, Lee, snuggly. And, and like the way that that scene cuts when they're walking away, I thought that there was a problem with my version. So I went on to Hulu to be like, oh, well, let me watch the rest of the scene where Lee reveals, you know, like that this was a lie. But then like the scene cuts off on Hulu, the same place that my version did. It was slipped into his drink 30 minutes before she even arrived. So somebody on his side double crossed him. If she's telling the truth, but I said I would accept your answer, so I guess I have to. Yeah, but like he was, he started choking. You don't just randomly start choking for no reason. It's psychosomatic, but I mean, whatever. I, that, that whole plot line was stupid anyway. That's like anyway. an intense psychosomatic, though. Well, he, in fairness, he coughs all the time anyway. It was just a matter of time. I wonder if he's on antibiotics. Do you think he is? <laughs> I don't know. That bronchitis, plot, yeah. That, that plot line was stupid. Why is Lee Tompkins a crime lord? Like, <laughs> why is she she's like... She's not a crime lord. She, and she's like the scarecrow from Dark Knight Rises. You know, like everyone's going to her for like judgment as if like, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> we each want custody of a kid. Okay, tear the kid in half and you can have, you know, the right half and she'll have the left half, you know, next person. Like That's, that's, that's King Solomon from the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic because she has Solomon Grundy like right behind her. He could always be Kim King Solomon. <laughs> who 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 was wasted this episode? It's like Ning was like, can't we use Grundy? Mm, Grundy needs screen time. No no no, we're saving him for the mid season finale. <laughs> we're gonna do this on our own. I actually really liked that um, she found like a different type of solution where was like nonviolent. No one had to die because she doesn't want people to die in the Narrows for any reason because, you know, she <laughs> is there to atone for like all of Gotham murdering itself. <laughs> She's there to atone for season three. Yes. So the fact that she went out of her way to like, I doubt, I don't feel like her intention was to kill him. Um, even if she did just have something slipped into his drink and he would have died if he uh, if he didn't uh, concede, but I'm pretty she just felt pretty sure that he just wanted to live. So uh, I do, as I said, I feel like she just made a concoction that made him choke and gave him like those symptoms because you can have chemicals, you have chemicals for everything that do everything. So she knew, like, you mix this with that, and then you put this in that, and then if he drinks it, it'll do this. She is a genius. She's a doctor. She's a genius? Chemical. I mean, she's one of the smartest people in the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's a chemical genius. She's a doctor. Uh, <laughs> I just meant to say she's a doctor. I said genius first. Gotcha. And I did not like... Her Enigma stuff at the end, and uh, Corey Michael Smith said something at San Diego Comic Con, and also kind of at New York Comic Con too, that like kind of scared me into thinking that he's going to develop romantic feelings for her. Which like, oh, that, that it just makes me so. Which means she's and gonna her, die. That yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's gonna be played by Chelsea Specking. <laughs> um, okay. but it's. She laid it out a few episodes ago, like, 
uh, he first of all, he killed Kristen Kringle, who, like, the show tells us that they were friends. We saw them do the double date that time. And then there was the other time where, like, you know, she said, I'm worried about Kristen. She hasn't come in for a while. So I guess they were friends because they work together and they're both, you know, like women. And according to the show, that makes them friends. And, you know, uh, he framed her fiance at the time which caused you know them to break up and her the miscarry so Dom brought up to me that like Lee Tompkins or as or Leslie in the comics like she's more forgiving to everyone except for Batman and like Stephanie Brown apparently so like it's not entirely out of character for her to try and like redeem Ed but it feels weird it is a Leslie Tompkins thing to, to like be overtly like Christ-like forgiving of the for the villains, but this version of the character isn't like that. Um, and, I, and, I, and that's not saying that she should never forgive him. I'm not necessarily saying that, but um, I don't know. I, I, I always keep my my eye on this character, and I think that they're developing developing her fine. I think the point of this whole subplot was to see how is the narrow is going to push her to you know to go to the dark side because this show is obsessed with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that like you know I, I don't know if I ever actually had a problem with like the the the, the Riddler stuff. I just I just don't. I I never liked that mirror thing, where it's implied that he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah that, he's that's back. Because that's that's just not the Riddler. But um, you know, her saying like I'm, I'm trying to redeem you, or, or, or I like who you are now. Which honestly, I don't I don't think there's a, gig, a gigantic difference in personality. I feel that like um. He's the same guy. He's just he's just not doing crimes, or he's not doing like you know, and he's not doing crimes because he can't think of any. It's not like he's a different person. So that kind of felt like that that felt tacked on because Nigma's whole like you know I'm sad because I was your psychic. That's not who I am. That felt like he came out out at the very end as opposed to throughout the episode. Yeah, it was very Wizard of Oz. Like you had the riddles in you this whole time. <laughs> Uh, I did like that he kept telling her, like, you need to do this, or you need to do that. Like, he was trying to, he was a, I think he's a good advisor, even though he doesn't want to be. Uh, um, yeah, I did, I also did like the whole thing where she's like, I like you this way, and then, like, at the end, he's like, ha! I got a girlfriend. I don't think they're gonna go that way, and if they do, it would be kind of cheap. I mean, I think, I, I think that like I, I would, I would be very, very upset. Even though they're indulging in like you know the Gordon and, and Sophia romance because they just they just can't help themselves. I've not seen them really get into a lot of other stuff with other characters. All right, and that was things that go boom. Next week's episode is called Queen Takes Night, the fall finale. Things get complicated for Gordon, Sophie, and Penguin when Carmine Falcone, weak old man, comes to town. Alfred tries to get through the bruise once and for all, maybe, if they air it, while Nigma struggles to gain control over the river. <laughs> <persona>. That's funny. <laughs> and Tabitha attempts to make Grundy remember his past. Don't you remember you were on season one of Malcolm in the Middle? Mm, Francis, military school. Meanwhile, a familiar smile resurfaces its Jerome in Gotham in the all-new A Dark Night, Queen Takes Night, fall finale episode of Gotham. And the guest cast list is Professor Pig, Jerome, Falcon is a weak old man, and says... <coughs> Jerome! <laughs> I think that that's what Penguin was talking about at the end when he's like, oh, I have an ace in the hole, too. Which, that was either Falcone or Jerome, I guess. But, like, it, I, I remember he was, like, turning his nose up at Jerome in season, like, two. He's yeah, like, I, oh, I remember him, like, kind of just mouth like, oh, that, that crazy ginger thought thinks he's so big. Whatever happened to Sideshow yeah. Puff? 
<laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> Sideshow Bob from Krusty. <laughs> and uh, have we, we've all seen that um, promo, right? Nope. They right, don't let's... have it when you buy the episode. All right. Well, let's let, let's do a quick watch of that. So is Bruce having a threesome in that first scene? Yes. <laughs> a non-penetrative threesome. I, I don't have a problem with a teenage spiral. I don't have a problem with alcohol, but for some reason I have a problem with, like, underage sexual threesomes. I don't think they can... I th- isn't there some sort of law with, like, uh, underage actors? I remember hearing about this when, um, uh, during they Superbad. Both, they all have their clothes on in that scene, but it's implied. I, think it's imp- I mean... I think it'll probably show that, like, you know, they'll probably say some line, you know, of course, you know, it's a good thing that the girls, you know, slept on the floor or something. Like, I, 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 I they have had underage sex on Archie, but, um, or Riverdale, rather. Archie. Yeah. Archie. Well, I feel that, I feel, I feel that like, they are, they are clothed, and I think that, like, um, because I remember in Smallville, like, 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 there would be all this sort of teases with, with Clark Kent, but he didn't. He didn't have sex with anybody until like Lana in season five. Like remember he got married Gossip and like didn't, Girl. Didn't, didn't all didn't. over Gossip Girl. None of them were eighteen. Lots yeah. of sex. Yeah, the how- Vampire Diaries, sex. Uh, Secret Circle, sex. Any teen show on CW. Oh, a whole bunch of sex in the Secret Life of uh, Secret Life of Teenagers. Oh on yeah. ABC. <laughs> remember on Dress. And um, what else is there? Uh, Pretty Little Liars. One of the students was having sex with her teacher. And I think they they continued that relationship until the end of the show. Oh, my Uh, God. How old was that character? uh, I think it was like her senior year of high school or junior year of high school, one or the other. But the teacher didn't know she was a student until like she went into class. The teacher didn't know she was a student. Yeah, they met in a cafe. At which point I would break the frick up with that person. Like, oh, you are a student? This relationship is wrong and should have never got this far. Not like, hey, let's continue doing this till the end of the show. And that was yeah, our review of Pretty you know, Little Liars. no longer a student, so. <laughs> um, the Gotham Chronicle was filmed before a live studio audience. Well, I, th- I think they've, they've leg- there is legitimately... I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I think they could pull a trigger on this, and I, I, don't, I don't think he'd care because, like... Please don't. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be my preference, but it is sort of, sort of like the middle My thing is that, like, with this promo... He's like, you know, okay, he's acting bad, he's acting racist, all this stuff, but all of a sudden, like, you know, the camera zooms in and he looks evil, he's like, Alfred, do you think you could stop me? And they're like, they're like fast fighting in, in like the library, it's like, okay, there's a difference between, you know, being a teenage punk and being like evil, and apparently the show just does not know the difference. Theory, he's Ra's al Ghul. Theory, f*** that. He came out of Barbara. I don't even. It's, <laughs> what's going? On? I mean, honestly, I'm like, having Bruce's, Josh's ear, my, ear, uh, voice in my ear. Yeah, this is a good episode, and all this this stupid. Shit. <laughs> I was glad when Bruce turned into a giant frog and leaped away. As Alfred cried, "Come back, Master B." <laughs> Lucius Gordon, he turned into a frog again, again, again. <laughs> Don't worry, I have an antidote, because I forgot to mention, Lucius was in this episode for like a hot minute. He's like, oh yes, Gordon. He's black uh, By the way, yeah, so Bruce may or may not be having a threesome. Um, I guess, you know, it's like, we're in everyone against the Penguins, so maybe like Bullock will like come in like the Millennium Falcon at the last minute. They didn't um, show why is, I don't know. Why is Bruce angry? I don't know, maybe because he's Ra's al Ghul in Bruce's body? Would like, you be serious? <laughs> 
I think he's just still dealing serious. with it, and he's tired of. I think he's just tired of. Uh, Alfred try. Alfred is like getting frustrated because he doesn't know how to raise a child, and he's trying to like fix things and trying to make it so that Bruce doesn't end up like a terrible human. And then Bruce is just pushing back as a teen does when you push them. You don't know. And who also, really, yeah. like uh, as much as he loves Alfred, Alfred is still his butler. So he has to like. There's a weird power thing in there, and I don't know if you guys read Zero Year. Uh, half of it, then I dropped out. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, the, 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 what wow, you're saying, what you're saying right now, played out in the last episode, where like he says, "Clean this shit up," and you know, "Be my butler." Um, so it, it's thematically sound. Uh, I'm not even mad about it, but like, I, I don't like. I, and I know it's for drama and it's promotion; they need to make money. But like, it's that thing where like you know, okay, I, Bruce is acting up, and I'm from to stop him, but it escalates like them, like you know. Dragon Ball Z fighting in 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 like the the library of the manor. It's like honestly, because I think at this point Alfred can outfight Bruce. So it's like, why are we? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, he did have that uh, memory acupuncture training in the temple. Oh yeah, and, and he is and he is the Black Shadow. So he is the one, the, the chosen one. <laughs> he stops. Oh, wait, Alfred. no, or is that or is that a uh, Neo? Jim. Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think Bullet's going to be in the episode because I feel like they would have shown him. But maybe, maybe. <laughs> since one of these promos accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Alfred and Bruce are in this episode. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, this is Jan. This is Don. This is Josh, and you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. We'll see you guys at this mid-season finale. Sophia for the rest of my life. Well, she didn't kill him. Yeah, but she would have. Yeah. Which, like, it's like, dang, you, like, started that orp. You're, like, the worst orphan master. I don't know what her role is at that place. Like, she's, like, there, but, like, is she, like, the Miss Clavel of that place? Or, like, what? She's a benefactor. I don't think she runs it. I don't think she's a head. She was doing, like, paperwork a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Oswald, I'm very busy, and he like looks at those papers, and it's just like you know pictures. My evil plan, step one, and it's like stick figure of her like kissing Gordon. <laughs> plan step two, stick figure of her rubbing Penguin's feet. I can explain these. <laughs> step three, she's like driving out of Gotham with like a bunch of like old school like money bags that have like dollar signs on them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives them to Martine. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> you were, he you had were... them already, so it just looked like he was drawing, and then he could turn around and it's all like this picture that Sophia showed him. You were a great accomplice, Martin. Thanks. I couldn't have done it without you. You could talk. What's it called? Hold on. No. Why not? Just give me a second, I'm busy! I've given you more than a second. We're doing this now. <laughs> Sorry. You've all been there. Oh. Okay. My mom just started yelling at me through the door. Oh. Uh, at least she's not setting a fire alarm off. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? I'm on long car trips, that's when I think of these like song parodies, and I was like, oh, I'll do the Chipmunks theme song from the 80s, but it'll be the sirens instead. We're the and sirens. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, Selena, Tabitha, do, 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 do. There's too little, there's too little letters. S-I-R-E-N-S. We're the sirens. Guaranteed to bring you success if you... Want an auction or something? I don't know. Oh my god. For the sirens. T-H-E-S-I-R-E-N-S. Bingo. Barbara, Selena, Tabitha. Do, 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 Barbara! Okay! Okay! Okay, now we can do that in Sophia's voice. She's Dave's Sophia's Dave's All right, you sirens. Are you ready to kidnap... Are you ready to kidnap Martine? I'll say we are. Ready, <laughs> Alpha? Uh, yes, Selena. <laughs> yes, Barbara. 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 Okay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> They're anthropomorphic chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the suburbs, you know, Sophia rest in, rest, rest in peace, sanity. <laughs> oh, I, I guess. <laughs> Jim actually has a lightning bolt scar under under his hair. <laughs> on a on a skull. On the You're skull. a wizard, James. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> homeless, homeless wizard. As he like flies away on his broom. <laughs> Freeze frame at the end at the end of like prison rescue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining like an animated Ben McKenzie doing like the Bewitched intro. Here's our next opening. Bewitched has no lyrics. I know, but you're just gonna do that. People are just gonna be like, "What was that song?" He jumps into Marina Bikaren's arms and like turns into a cat. And his mother is Endora from Bewitched. Like, what's going on with you and Derwood? Mother, his name, her name is Lee. I told you, Derwood doesn't even sound like. It. <laughs> it's Bullock.